This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Let's just, I want to go ahead and get through some formalities that are extremely important. Then I'm going to open up in prayer. We're going to get right into this morning's message before I even do that. Where's the main camera? Which one should I be? I'm looking at the one in the center right now. So let's go ahead again and welcome everybody that is watching by way of, let's welcome them this morning by way of the live stream. Welcome. Thank you, gracias, danke, merci, That was just a tongue in Chinese. That wasn't really me speaking in Chinese right now. But anyway, welcome to all of you. We're so glad that you decided to tune in with us today. So I believe you're going to be blessed. Somebody look at your neighbor really quickly and say, get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. Well, it is a great privilege. I'm going to get into my prayer. I haven't forgotten what I said. I wanted to make sure I just mentioned this really quickly. It's very important. There's no greater privilege than for me to be here at Christian Family Church. You know, the Lord's been good to my wife and I, my beautiful wife, April, my beautiful son, Oliver, my daughter, Elise, and my little baby boy, three years old, Israel Asher. He's taken, the Lord's taken us across the globe on many platforms but there is no greater privilege than for me to be on this platform. So I wanted to give a good shout out to our apostle and Dr. Bev. Aren't you glad to be a part of this ministry? Say this with me, CFC is my home. Let's do that with a little bit more enthusiasm. Say it, CFC is my home. Let's go ahead and just pray this morning. Father, we thank you creator of heaven and earth. We thank you for this time that we can come together. Lord, we we could have stayed home. Lord, we're not giving ourselves a pat on the shoulder, but Lord, we love you because you first loved us. And out of that response of your goodness to us, we got out of bed to come to church this morning to fellowship with the body of believers because your word says, not to neglect the gathering together of the saints. Even so, all the more as the day approaches, we know, Jesus, you're coming back for a glorious church. And Father, I thank you that we are alive for such a time as this, the greatest hour in the history of the church, that darkness may look like it's getting darker, but Lord, we know that the glory of the Lord has risen upon us. There is light shining upon the church, and we know that this is our time to shine even as we end out of 2019, going into 2020. We thank you, Father, that the best is yet to come. In fact, it starts right now. It starts today. Now, thank you that what you do through the ministry of your word, Holy Spirit, go where the knife of man cannot go. Minister to every heart. Jesus, we choose to give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise, because if you are lifted up, you will draw all men unto yourself. And if you are excited about being in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ this morning, look at your neighbor, give them a high five, and say hallelujah. Go right ahead. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, worship team. You guys are awesome. Hallelujah. Somebody say this with me. Choose life or death. Hallelujah. I thought to myself, that's not like the most positive title for a message, but hey, you know what? Obviously, we're going to choose life. Amen? Okay, I'll say that one more time. Obviously, we want to choose life. Amen? Praise God. So, are you guys ready this morning? 
How many of you guys came expecting? Thank you, Jesus. It's kind of hard not to come expecting being in, in a church like this. So uh, absolutely amazing. You know, I, I'm going to be talking about uh, choosing life and death, um, and, and we're going to stay on this role all weekend. But I do want to go ahead and say this. You know, one of the most amazing things to me, I was in um, Lafayette, Louisiana, which I've traveled to for the last three years in and out doing ministry and business. Uh, but I wanted to say, I went into, we were looking at homes. Uh, I wasn't with my wife, was it with a good friend of mine that I know for many years who helps me lead worship in a lot of the churches that I minister in in the United States. And we were looking at houses, you know, nice, beautiful homes and, uh, in Lafayette, Louisiana. And one of these houses, the, the, the owner, the house was for sale, the owner walked out of the house and he says, uh, you know, I see you're looking at houses. Why don't you just come into a house? He didn't know us from anything. There was no agent involved in this whole procedure. But I'm saying all of this to say this friendly guy, him and his wife, um, not even saved, okay? They invite us, you know, my friend and his soon-to-be wife and myself, we walk through this beautiful home, $750,000 home, gorgeous, gorgeous home. And... Uh, as I'm leaving the house, you know, I notice the backsplash in the kitchen, if you know what I'm saying. You know what a backsplash is here, all right? Um, and I said, wow, that's a really beautiful backsplash. And she said, yes. In fact, when we bought the home, she said, um, uh, it was a little bit different. I didn't like the old one. It reminded me of how I grew up. It just reminded me of poverty. And uh, this is somebody that's not saved. Now, listen to this. She said, we won't sign the deal on this house until you remove that whole backsplash. She goes, I know what it's like to be poor, and I will never be poor ever again. Ladies and gentlemen, saints of God, sons and daughters of the Most High, if the unsaved people can grab a hold of godly principles that come from the Scripture, How much more for the body of believers? Amen? I mean, I'll tell you what, that struck me. I mean, I was like, I became the lady's best friend instantaneously. We got her onto the website. She's been watching my videos on YouTube. She's been getting all my, my website. And she stayed in contact. She's just had lunch, and, lunch with uh, her husband and my friend in Louisiana. And they're wanting to meet the next time I'm there. Come on, we're going to lead these people to the Lord. Amen? They're ready. Amen? But I say all of that to say this because it's very much in line with what we're wanting to talk about as a subject to you this morning. Now, you've got to understand, I can come here. Um, what's more important is that we are led by the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, be led by the Holy Spirit. And that's one of the difficult things sometimes as a minister that you can have is that, you know, you have your repertoire, so to speak. We have messages but what's important is that we hear the mind of the Lord in what we deliver to you as a people. Amen? So it's not just uh, 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 that, that we want to come and, and especially with the gift of God in my life, I recognize, I acknowledge, and I give all the credit to the Lord. I know I have a lot of energy and I know I can preach you happy and get you shouting and amening. And that's what we're going to do some of that this morning. But the point of the matter is it's more important that we follow the instruction of the Holy Spirit. All right. 
So what you're about to hear today is something that you've heard many times, but it's something you need to hear again. Say, somebody say, one more time. All right, say it again, one more time. Now, I believe with all my heart a big reason on why we are not seeing all of what Jesus has purchased for you and I at the cross of Calvary. I believe one of the biggest reasons that we don't have access to all of it, although access has already been given. I like to say this, we don't pray for the victory, we pray from the victory. Jesus has already purchased the victory for us. We enforce what he's already provided. Amen? Somebody say that he's already provided my victory. Say this with me. Victory is already mine. So therefore, what I'm trying to get at here this morning, as I'm saying all of this, is the reason why we're not tapping into what's already been richly provided to you and I is because we haven't, you know, we haven't dispelled some doubt. We haven't dispelled some fear. We haven't established a truth. Um, let me just say this. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you don't forget to breathe when you wake up, right? So you just are. That's why I like to say we're not human doings. We are human beings, being the salt of the, the earth. We are being, uh, the, you know, the flavor of God. We are being the fruit of salvation in the earth for others to taste and see that the Lord is good. Are you with me? But the point of the matter is, is that we've got to just the same way we know that you don't have to think about breathing. We are, it's a natural state of being. So we have to establish a, 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 a truth within our hearts and our minds. Somebody say, I've got to renew my mind. Now I know until Jesus comes, we will be going from glory to glory to glory, all right? And if you think that you know everything, you're in trouble. That's why we have eternity. Because for eternity, we're still going, it's going to take eternity to understand how multifaceted our God, come on, the Father of lights is, the God of glory, the God of all creation. It's going to take the realm of eternity to, to begin to tap into all of that. So don't think that on this side here in, in our finite bodies, come on, we, we're, we're, we were born into this world. At some point, we have an expiration date at some point. And bless the Lord, that expiration date is not going to come until we have run our race and we have done exactly what God has called us to do. Amen. But we have to have some truth established in our heart. So one of the major scriptures that I'm dealing with this morning, we're going to get to that. And really we're going to end off with it in a sense, because before I get to that, and that scripture is simply this, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Somebody say life and death. So we're either speaking life or we're speaking death. All right? But in order for us to tap into that realm of life, 
If we're leaning on the side of life, what does that life represent? Life represents for us as believers the sozo salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ, His everything that He acquired for us, what the first Adam lost, Jesus came and purchased for us. Everything Adam had in the garden now belongs to us. Everything that we have need of has already been given to us. So if we're leaning to the side of life, it's everything pertaining to whatever God has for your life here in this earth, here and now. So let's go through a couple of scriptures this morning to establish this truth. This is why you don't always want to deal with technology. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, behave. There we go. Thank you, Jesus. How many of you encouraged already this morning? Before I get into this, let me go ahead and say this. I don't care. I do care, but I don't care. What happened to you in 2019? I say that not because I cannot sit in your seat and sympathize and understand that yes, it may have been painful. Maybe you went through some stuff. The reason I say I don't care, you know why? Because it's yesterday, yesterday's gone, today's a new day. You are not going to go into 2020 carrying the baggage of 2019 in with you. Today, we're gonna let go of some stuff and we're gonna choose life. We're going to establish beyond doubt God's purpose for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not calamity, and to give you a future and a hope. I haven't forgotten you guys watching by way of live stream right now. God has got a plan, a, a, a great plan for your future, a future of hope, a plan to bless you, a plan for your success, a plan to bring you into the place of overflow so that you can be blessed to be a blessing. Yes, not only in the area of your finances, but the gift of God, the calling of God, the gifts and the talents of the abilities get multiplied, that God will give you a platform, that God will create an open door of opportunity of favor for you, that he will begin to make the crooked places straight that God is working on your behalf if only you can see with the eye of heaven if only you can get the mind of God watch and see what he's about to do for your life I prophesy that to you so if God says I know I, the plans I have for you then it's about time that we begin to line up with his plans. Get it settled in your heart. God has great plans for my life. Establish that truth in your spirit so that your mind can be renewed, so that you begin to look differently, you begin to think differently, you begin to speak. 
speak differently. Second Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 20. For all the promises of God in Him are yes and amen. Come on, say God's promises for me are yes and amen. God's promises for you are yes and amen. Sounds like a good plan, doesn't it? Let it be settled in your heart, God's plan and purpose for your life. Colossians chapter 1 verse 9 through 12. Remember, we're laying a foundation here. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding. How many of you ever heard that scripture from this platform before? <laughs> this should be your national anthem. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know your apostle confessed this scripture for six or seven years before they made the move to San Antonio. Amen? That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, saying fruitful in every good work. That I am filled with the knowledge of His will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding so that I can be fruitful in every good work. In other words, God wants you to be fruitful for every good work. And in order for you to be fruitful for every good work, there's something on the inside that needs to begin to erupt for that we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power is of God and not of us. There's something on the inside of you. There are jewels. There are diamonds. Come on, there are gifts and abilities that God is waiting to erupt from the inside of you, outside, so that you can be equipped and fruitful for every good work. Mm -hmm. Ace. Am I speaking to an alive church yet today? <laughs> Hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. I'm excited. You can tell, can't you? So we've got to establish and allow this truth to penetrate us because this becomes the platform. It becomes the foundation on how we begin to move. You know, your behavior, your actions, and your behavior, your behavior, will, your actions actually will reveal what's on the inside of you. Your behaviors determine your actions. Sometimes you just have to get around a few people for a couple of days and you know exactly where they're at. Where, what foundation is installed on the inside of them. 
So this foundation needs to be deeply rooted in your spirit, in your mind. Come on, we've got to get this mind renewed to identify with what has already taken place in your inward man, the real you, the, your spirit man on the inside that has become a brand new creation in Christ. It's not becoming a brand new creation. It is already a brand new, you are a brand new species of being. And this mind has to begin to awaken to the reality of what's on the inside of you. And that process happens by the renewing of the word of God. And by the revelation of the Holy Spirit that breathes upon that word, making it come alive for you. Amen? Proverbs, this is it. Verse num chapter number 18, verse number 20 and 21 a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. And from the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. From the words of his mouth, he will be filled. You will consume what you say. You will have what you say. What you speak, you will ultimately see manifesting in your life. Life and death are in the power of the tongue, verse 21, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Are you with me? Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. There is a fruit that will eventually manifest from what you begin to allow to come out of your mouth. Some of you, let me just go ahead and say this, have spent a great season of time speaking death, maybe not literally, but it hasn't been a life-producing confession that has come out of your mouth. You need to begin to speak. Come on, I would actually encourage you for every negative thing that you catch yourself saying, go ahead and triple it up on the positive. Every time you find yourself lining up with what is not of God, every vain imagination that would exalt itself above the knowledge of God, what is the knowledge of God concerning you that he has a plan for you plans to prosper you plans to give you a hope and a future his plans for you are yes and amen come on now are you with me church of God that is when you begin to come on when you begin to identify the moment you begin to allow this truth to settle in your heart you will catch yourself saying the things that you shouldn't be saying and as soon as you catch them triple up on speaking life Cancel that word with one positive confession and then double it up with two so that the angelic hosts of heaven can begin to work on your behalf, making the crooked places straight. I don't know what you've been waiting on, but begin to change the words of your mouth. Change what you're saying about your circumstances. Let God go to work for you this morning. I know there is a holy hush, but I know that you're very excited. 
How many of you glad you came to church this morning? God could have said that death and life are in his power. It's not what he said. He said that it is in the power of our tongue. If it was up to God, then we would all be robots, right? He's given us a will, and he's given us the ability to choose what we do with that will. Are we surrendering that will to him? And are we taking what he's given us, that freedom, to line up with what he has created us ultimately to become. So this means that the words we speak have the ability to cause either death or life in our lives. What are you experiencing in your life? What do you want to experience in your life? And your words will determine which you will experience in your life. Guys, I'm telling you right now, I don't think that we give what I'm saying enough credence. Come on, all of creation was created by the spoken word. It all started with the spoken word. Your words are a creative force. That's why it's very, very important that we watch what we say. Hmm. And when you understand that, you're going to be a whole lot more careful about what you say. You know, I've been around a lot of believers out there, the ones that look like they were baptized in lemon juice. <laughs> Just sour, depressed, unsaved people want nothing to do with them. They try to share the love of Jesus with them, but they look so miserable. Why would, I want, why would they want to join them anyway in the first place? I've been around the Christians that when you begin to talk to them, they begin to tell you, oh, please, give me a break. Because you, know, you try to help them in love. Say, don't say that over yourself. What are you saying? Oh, that stuff doesn't work. Oh, please, you're taking that stuff too literal. Come on, how many of you have been around some people like that? Come on, somebody. Anybody in the house? And the, don't back down because of people's opinions. Don't try to behave. When I'm talking about behavior, I'm not talking about bad behavior. I'm saying don't try to behave and, you know, back down from you, the confession of your faith. Don't back down from, the, from speaking life over your circumstances. Don't back down to become, to join the comfort of others. 
And really, a lot of the time, when they tell you that, what they're telling you is you're making them uncomfortable. In other words, you are challenging their comfort. And so they're either going to be challenged or you're going to move away from them. They're going to accept the challenge and come up to where you are. You're not going to go down to where they are. And if they ain't going to change, guess what? You've got to quit hanging around people that are so negative that when they touch a battery, it goes flat. Come on. I mean, either we believe this or we don't believe this. And I'm telling you, for those who dare to believe, for those of you that will step out and do what God's called you to do, I'm telling you right now, there's no limit on what he can do. So what? So what? Uh, uh, this is 2019. We're exiting 2019, going into 2020 right now. Let go of the past. Today's a brand new day. Heaven doesn't condemn you. I'm not condemning you, which doesn't count for very much. I'm just joking. <laughs> Heaven is not condemning you. M move forward. Get up off the ground. Dust yourself off. Let go of yesterday. March into 2020. If you will listen to this message 50 times and get it into your spirit, you are going to become a wrecking ball for the kingdom of God. You are going to become a wrecking ball for the kingdom of God. Lastly, let me just make this statement, which is so powerful. For those of you using the CFC app, I know that there's a lot more notes that are, you know, you've got to understand, I, you know, I come prepared. And then I also go into the overflow while I'm ministering. But I do want to go ahead and say this. God cannot do anything more in your life than your words will allow him to. God cannot do more in your life than your tongue will allow him to. In other words, God is held captive by the words of your mouth. If you reverse the negative, begin to speak the positive, watch and see what God is able to do. Come on, church, let's give Jesus the biggest shout of praise. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.